Hey there! You've stumbled upon Matt Laker's podcast where we've taken his video content and turned it into a handy-dandy audio version. Because let's be real, who has time to stare at a screen all day? And because we care about your auditory experience, we've even thrown in some groovy background tunes to really immerse you in the vibe. Put it on blast while you jog, cruise in your car, or even use it as a lullaby before hitting the hay. Enjoy! Why is trying to become happy the whole wrong narrative? In this video, I want to explore the topic of happiness in the context of you achieving progress in your business, in your life, in your health, in your relationships, and in anything else. So what I want to do is I want to challenge the common beliefs about the happiness and connect them with some of the um, influencers that are out there talking about how you should actually um, get happiness. I want to connect it with um, what Jordan Peterson says about this. I want to connect it to what Andrew Tate says about this. I want to connect it to uh, what Buddha says about this. I want to connect it to all sorts of different angles, all sorts of, um, let's say, controversial, uh, con controversial points of view. And I want to give you an um, actionable uh, steps um, as the final conclusion of my uh, discovery, uh, reading about this, listening to a lot of people, um, whether this is philosophy um, like Buddha or Nietzsche, uh, whether this is um, current influencers, uh, whether this is controversial stuff, whether this is uh, something that is uh, just a common knowledge that people have. So. Um, the reason why I decided to make this video is because I came across this uh, video randomly about uh, uh, happiness and the, the motto of the video was to, to stop chasing happiness. The idea was you should stop chasing happiness. And uh, it talked about the philosophy from Nietzsche and uh, the philosophy from Nietzsche um, about happiness uh, and again, I'm paraphrasing now, so this is all analogical, so don't take it word by word. I'm not quoting, but the philosophy went along the lines of, look, you're not supposed to find happiness in um, just looking to become happy. You're supposed to not look for happiness. You're actually supposed to look for power. And it was very controversial to me because, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, you look for power, not happiness? Like, who are you? You're this bad uh, person, right? So then the video explored further uh, the idea of what the power is. And the power was a power within yourself. So it's not about the power that you're, you know, controlling the people out there. It's about the power that you're gaining within yourself. The power and control over yourself, over your, your emotions, over, over things that you do. Uh, that allows you to keep pushing towards something that you've decided to to keep pushing towards. So, for example, if you are if you have goal to get in shape, uh, instead of chasing happiness, you chase um, the power of being able to motivate yourself to go to the gym every day. So that is the power that you are acquiring. Okay, so that was an interesting concept. Then. Uh, I thought about this in the context of different, uh, let's say, enlightenment levels of uh, people that I can see out there. So the, the most common uh, level of 
thinking about happiness that I can see out there is people who are thinking that um, I should seek happiness in, in just very simple terms. And they read self-development books about happiness. They seek happiness in general. And they often get deeply um, disappointed because they mistake happiness for pleasure. So when things are not going nicely or pleasurably in their, their life, they think that they are not happy. And so this makes them feel disappointed and this makes them confused. Why am I not happy? I'm trying to be happy. I'm focusing on happiness. I'm, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm in pain. And, and I think that this comes from, uh, and, and at least it was for me for a lot of time, it comes from this, uh, this connection, this, this mistaken thinking about happiness as being a pleasure, where, where it's, where it's not, not, not necessary, right? So the second level of, of people I've seen was realizing that, all right, happiness is actually pain. It is pain. And then there's delayed gratification. So you, you go through pain right now, and then therefore you delay this happiness. So you're going to go through some experiences that are painful in this moment, but in, in, in let's say a year from now, you're going to benefit from this and you're going to be happy. So essentially this could be um, delaying gratification. Uh, for example, I'm going to exercise now, I'm going to be unhappy about this, it's gonna be painful, but I am going to be happy about the result once I get it. Or uh, I am going to uh, hate working on my business. I'm going to, um, that's an example for, uh, for me when I try to do a type of business I didn't really like, which is a business that involves a lot of, um, control over people. Um, it was when I was running a, uh, marketing agency and just selling upward proposals and, and just, you know, grinding this. So I went through the pain every day, but I also felt kind of sad and depressed. Uh, hoping that um, the outcome, the, the, the revenue, um, at this point, the agency got to around 8,000 euros a month in monthly revenue, and then hoping that this revenue will uh, give me that happiness. And so it didn't, right? Um, so that's, I think, the way I see this, this is the second level of, uh, let's say, enlightenment and seeing the happiness. So you, uh, you really understand that this is delayed gratification and um, this is uh, connected to the hustle culture. This is connected to all those motivational coaches out there. This is connected to uh, uh, what a lot of people on Instagram are telling you. Just um, don't seek pleasure, do the thing that is hard and painful. And then there's a the third level of um, happiness. And um, this is connected to what Buddha said, which is um, there is no way to happiness. Um, happiness is the way, or, or there is no path to happiness. Uh, happiness is the path. And again, I'm paraphrasing, but um, you could also watch a movie, Peaceful Warrior, where it was an interesting um, showcase of this, where uh, the master took the student um, or apprentice uh, to a hill, to a mountain. It took a lot of time to get there. And when they finally reached the hill, um, the apprentice asked the master, okay, so what's the, what's the goal? What's the point? And, and then the master said, well, there is no point. Um, it was about the path. It was, it was about the way, right? So it's one of those learnings. And um, so there is no this and pleasure there is no this end goal actually in that in that scenario so in that scenario this 
this this pain this this climb through the mountain is the happiness that you get and um, this connects to what uh, what Jordan Peterson was talking about, which I have watched recently on YouTube, and that was interesting perspective. So it was essentially finding a goal that is meaningful to you. And this was often connected with uh, doing something um, that is very hard, that is very large. Um, so find that and then 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 go towards it. Now the path towards it is going to be painful, but this pain is actually somewhat pleasurable and brings you that happiness. Now, the reason why just going through pain is not necessarily going to give you uh, pleasure is because there's not much hope and not much of a goal within that. So when I was sending upward proposals and I was trying to uh, get customers for my agency, it was kind of not that because I didn't actually like to build that kind of business or I didn't like the whole idea of building a business in a way where it's mainly based on uh, controlling people where I had to put myself in a position of controlling people um, not yet understanding at this time uh, many years ago that you can find partners who are good at things you're not good at so you could find somebody who's good at management you could be um, doing some other stuff so this is that um, thing that Jordan Peterson was talking about, but also I, I can't find a reference, uh, but so just take this as an analogy, but uh, I had a conversation with somebody about um, this new research that apparently is very controversial and uh, apparently isn't out there on the internet. So again, I have no proof to claim that and I, I have no idea about PTSD from medical standpoint or cl clinical psychiatric standpoint, but, but somebody as an analogy told me about this and uh, I can't even link you to the source of this information. But somebody told me that um, soldiers who are uh, experiencing PTSD are actually experiencing PTSD, not because of the experience they had during the war, but, but because they're missing the sense of purpose and camaraderie uh, during the event of the war. So you're in such a hardship, in such a pain, but this sense of belonging to the group, the sense of fighting towards the common goal, and the sense of really um, going towards uh, something, going through the journey, uh, pushing through uh, something that seems important to you because soldiers are likely believing in what they're doing, right? So they're, they're likely believing in the whole concept of protecting their country, protecting the people, uh, I'm not. I'm not judging now whether this is right thing to be uh, brainwashed by a government to believe in killing other people, and whether conflicts internationally do make sense uh, because there is a lot to say about this. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about uh, what they believe, and 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 what they believe is that this is something that uh, protects their family, this is something that protects their citizens, this is something uh, heroic, and, and so they, they they do it. I don't think soldiers, um, although I don't have the first-hand experience, but I don't think they're just like, yeah, whatever, I'm just doing it for, for no reason. I think they're constantly being uh, marketed to by by the army, more army telling them, look, you're doing the right thing, there is a flag, 
uh, we, that's the right cause. That, that, that's what I think is happening, and, and that, that, that that's um, that's the marketing of uh, patriotism, or is also called um, um, propaganda uh, in, in in some places. So that that, that is certainly. Uh, interesting uh, point of view. And then I've heard another point of view from that person about uh, miners that were locked up in a mine somewhere. Uh, and um, after they got out of the mine, um, being locked there for some extended period of time, they got actually really, um, really sad because they felt this sense of, you know, trying to get out of the mine, um, giving them a lot of purpose. So, how this all adds up together as an actionable uh, advice. So it seems like level one, which is just chasing happiness as a pleasure, it doesn't really work. Level two, which is uh, delayed gratification and hoping that you're going to get that happiness after you do something that is painful for an extended period of time, it also doesn't work. But what seems to work is going through hardship in your life even if there is no hardship, even if it's your life is easy, creating this artificial hardship uh, that is aligned with your goals that are bigger than yourself. So this path to get there, this appears to be something that makes you feel happy regardless of the outcome. And then this connects to me with uh, what a lot of people who got successful say, um, do do something that you like, do something that makes you happy. But then for um, a lot of years, I've been saying, look, like when I try to do something that makes me happy, I didn't make money with it. When I tried to do some creative woo-woo stuff, it didn't make me money. When I did something boring, repetitive, repeat something that works, that, that actually makes money, right? Um, Andrew Tate talks about it. Don't pick the career that, that, that you want, do something that makes money. Because I mean, this is logical, right? Um, I have seen it multiple times, people trying to come up with those like unicorn startup ideas and they're like, yeah, I'm going to make so much money with my cool idea. No, no, you don't. You're not, you're not going to make so much money with your idea. Your idea is stupid, right? And I've had stupid ideas. They never made money and boring ideas, boring companies that I have invested in, boring companies like tax advisory firm, uh, boring companies like making websites, bo boring stuff like that. This had made me money. I'm not saying making websites now is a good business. It was over 10 years ago. Uh, but recently invested in a company that does tax advisory and this works. It just works. It's a boring business. It just works. And so, you know, it's not necessarily what you're um, passionate about, right? And so this is what seems to work when it comes to money making and, you know, just adulthood and making logical decisions. You pick, th you pick things that make sense. However, how do we put this together with this concept of, all right, I want to you should do because that's what successful people say you, you should do something that makes you happy otherwise it won't work for you so what it starts to appear to me as is more about the way you work so for example when i've invested in the uh, company that does uh, tax advisory I jumped on the advisory board of the company as well. And I do um, bi-weekly analysis of the company and the strategy, and this makes me happy. But I was upfront and I said that, look, I'm not going to uh, be managing people and pushing them because that's not what I like. I like to work on the strategy. And so this uh, strategizing over businesses that I'm investing in, this really makes me happy, right? So it is 
certain different angle that you find to this. So I think that all those people who are talking about, um, for example, don't do something that makes you happy, like Andrew Tate, just do something that um, that makes money, which is what I've believed for a lot of years as well. They are right in a way, but uh, I think they do enjoy, they generally enjoy just uh, starting something and pushing it and that management and that keeping people accountable or, or something. There is something that they do enjoy in this hardship of doing so. And so if you find the right angle of what you enjoy and what you what you like in that and 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 no matter this is as an offer, uh, and you connect it to this bigger goal that you have uh, in the future, uh, then it really starts to make sense for you to to devote your your life to it. And it really starts to make yourself feel like, hey, I, I don't want to go to the beach today. I, I really want to keep working on this because it has such a big meaning to me to keep working on this. Even though it's hard, even though it's painful, I really want to work on this because it has so much, um, it, it's just so right to work on this. And I actually also like the angle of working on this this way. So that's a lot of different thoughts and don't take this as my opinion so i wanted to present to you all sorts of different angles of thinking about the topic and i'm curious what you think about it if you have some thoughts please share them for the further research and thanks for tuning in and i hope you've enjoyed watching